This is something that you came up with. This is something that you said that you were born to do this, that you said God called you to do, but you quit. You left. You quit in the middle because it got hard. Easy world, easy world. It's your man, Ed Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice. And thank you so much for tuning in and rocking and vibing with me for another round of Keeping the Towel. And yeah, man, we back at this again. And hopefully everything is going right and it's going cool. And I know it's in a winter season that we're in. Hopefully you're keeping warm out there. I really, really need you to be doing that. And if there's people out there who are not warm, please help them out. Give them a jacket, a sweater, something. Give them a hot meal, something to keep them warm. But hopefully you're still keeping warm. But I know we are because we in this gym. And these windows are kind of fogged up. These windows are in serious condensation because we sweating it out here. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the gym. Here's what I need you to do. There's your bike. There's a rope. There's the bag. Get on it. Some of you, I need y'all to get in the sparring ring with me. And here's what I need you to do right now. Go ahead. Get out your locker room. I need you to make your way to the ring. Get in your corner. Get in your last instructions. And I need you to get to the center of the ring. Let's touch gloves. Get that mouthpiece in your mouth, man. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the round has officially started. Let's do this. A few weeks ago, the sports world was shocked. Shocked. Well, some were shocked. Others were not. Week 17 of the NFL season. And that was the extension of the NFL season. So there were one more game from the end of the season, week 18, because the NFL decided to extend it. I ain't going to go into that one, because once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a sports podcast. However, in week 17, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took on the New York Jets. And if you're from New York and you consider the Jets a team, go somewhere, sit somewhere, and think about what you just think. And think about why you think that. (laughs) But anyway, they took on the New York Jets. It was a very tight game. The prediction was going to be a blowout. And rightfully so, because it's the Jets. Who doesn't blow out the Jets? That's target practice. But this game, between one of the worst teams, the Jets, taking on one of the best teams in the league, Tampa Bay. And the game was tight. Very tight. That Tampa was actually losing. And people were like, "Uh uh-oh. But the game got real tight by the end of the third, definitely going into the late part of the fourth quarter. Now, the game ended on a four-point win by Tampa. No, yeah, four-point win by Tampa Bay. And the crazy thing was that despite tight score and it was actually a good game to be honest with you I was surprised I was actually watching but it was a good game the crazy thing was it was not the talk of sports nation of the sports world no it was the talk of former Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown Antonio Brown was viewed by many a very talented but troubled receiver he's gotten on to I believe four different teams This was his fourth one, and still didn't work out. This brother, you can basically say, took the proverbial gun and shot himself in the foot, in the knee, no pun intended, but yeah, he shot himself so many times, so many times. 
And even though the same team will patch him up, guess what he'll do? He'll shoot himself in the foot again. From various excuses to his own petitioning of a helmet and all that stuff. Now, again, depending on the side that you're on, some people agree with his stance on it, on the helmet thing. And others is like, come on, man. Yo, don't mess this up for your team. And during this whole time with these four teams, this brother was getting paid handsome. Incredible amount of money. We're talking about anywhere between 20 to $40 million. This man was getting paid. That's how much these teams signed him for. Now, back to the game. The New York Jets and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as I said, and in a four-point win by Tampa. And the sports world was not talking about that game as much. It was like, oh, wow, that was a good game. But Antonio Brown, A.B., decided in the fourth quarter, the most crucial point of the game, decides to throw a tantrum towards the coaching staff, rips off his shells and his helmet, throws his jersey on the bench, and gives a peace sign to the crowd and does the wave and all this stuff, his antics, leaves his team and exits to the locker room, mind you, while the game is still going. At the end, this is what I liked. The coach, Bruce Arian, at this moment, he said it best, reporter asked him, because of course he knew everybody wanted to know about this. So what happened with Antonio Brown? Do you mind discussing that? This is Coach Arian's answer, and I love it. He simply said, I do not want to talk about players who are not part of this team. I only talk about those who were on the field to help us win. Let's talk about those players. Because Antonio Brown was immediately released from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right after the game. Now, I like that answer. I like that. He said, I'm not going to talk about a player who's no longer part of the team. Let's talk about the guys who were on the field who helped us win. Now, when the dust settled and you had players like kind of confused and everything would happen, it came to the point where it was so said, allegedly, that the coach, Bruce Arians, wanted A.B. to get back in the game, but A.B. was not ready to go back in the game due to the fact that he had a messed up ankle and he was in a lot of pain and he didn't want to go back out there. And I get that. However, apart from that, it was said also, allegedly, that A.B. was pissed off at Tom Brady, his teammate, because Tom was not helping him out at the moment, meaning giving A.B. the ball. So A.B. decided to make that move. Now, it's conflicting stuff here. Again, I don't care where you come from or what side of the coin you're on with this. It's all subjective. It's very subjective. Now, here's where it gets worse. AB at the time, right after, decides to go on Twitter and social media, say some things, some cryptic messages. Others were not. It was just straightforward. Free at last, free at last. All right, cool. No problem. Then he drops a rap song. I didn't hear it. I'm really not interested in it. But then what's worse is that he decides to go on a podcast, calls out his own teammates, some who consider him to be the greatest football player of all time, or some consider him to be the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. Now, again, that's subjective. I don't think he's the greatest player of all time. No, I think there's one above him. But again, it's subjective. But again, here and there, this is not a sports debate. But the fact that he called out his own teammate, 
of favoritism at the time. Now, here's the reason why. Antonio Brown was, what, three passes away or so from an incentive. Ladies and gentlemen, those of you who are not too familiar with contracts when it comes to professional sports, there's great incentives to these things. Only way a player gets their money is called guaranteed money. That's one. However, if you just because you see a player signs a four for 50, meaning that they sign a four year for $50 million, doesn't mean they're getting $50 million. That's just part, that's the base of the contract. What comes into that is that their incentives. Some players may get that whole contract. I think, if not mistaken, there's only one contract that was fully guaranteed, like all the money was guaranteed. I think it was Kirk Cousins at the time. Whatever. But anyway, <laughs> there's incentives. So each contract has that and depends on the player. If it's a rookie player, second year, third year, fourth year. Now, if there's a player who's on the upper echelon of talent, that they're well-known, they're a household name, yeah, the incentives get bigger. However, the contract stipulations get larger. So AB, I think, was three passes away from getting 300 passes for his career, or 3,000. And he was going to get a million dollars for that. That was going to be added to his. That was going to be added to his name in his bank account. But there's a difference. Three passes away from zero to a million dollars. Some players get running backs will get if they rush for 100 yards in one in in the last game of the season or whatever they get 250,000 they get three sacks in this game they'll get half a million dollars and you was like oh wow that's kind of small they got to get three of those yeah just like in the nba this player gets a thousand points by the time in this season at this point in the season they get half a million dollars all this is incentive so this is why you see some players they can act a little greedy or they will do something, they'll just keep shooting or keep throwing, whatever, just to get that incentive. And I can't knock him for that. Why not? There was something there that separated A.B. from a million dollars, but he felt that it was his own quarterback that was holding him back on it. However, when it came out that, yo, the coach told him, get back in the game, he said, no, my ankles hurt. Now, mind you, he got mad at Brady for giving it to another teammate, but this is the game. People know A.B. is an incredible receiver, so he's going to face double coverage. So why would Tom Brady throw in the double coverage, or worse, and get picked off and lose the game when you got another player who's open? Hit them. That's the name of the game. A.B. still had another week, week 18, the last week of the season. You could easily get three passes. Now, I don't know if he had yardage, that he had to get a certain amount of yardage in order to get that mill, but that's what he had. The thing was, ladies and gentlemen, A.B. left his team on the in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, A.B. decided to say, I'm out. And he gloated about it. I'm out. Now, A.B., if none of you know about A.B., go ahead and check out some of his stuff when he comes to just training camp. Training camp. Yes, folks, when these players are getting ready to get their bodies, get their minds and everything ready for the grueling NFL season, see what A.B. pulls up in. Some players pull up in fashion. They pull up in style and everything. Some players pull up low-key, but A.B., he pulls up in. This brother is on a good, different level, and I give it to him for that. Showed up in an old-school Rolls Royce, custom-painted. <laughs>
I believe when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steelers, he was he showed up in a in a custom painted Rolls Royce. I was like, all right, my man. And another time he showed up in a helicopter. But I come to you because it's easy to quit than to push to the end of the clock. It is easy. Way too easy. And many of you have quit too quick, too easy for the slightest things. Just before the game is over, you're down. You're not, you're just but one Hail Mary. You're just but one yard away from going to going to the end zone of whatever it is you're trying to do for yourself. You quit. You quit A B style. I'm out. This is not the first time something like this has happened. This has happened before. A player some years ago, about four years ago, or so he quit on his team at halftime. At halftime. His team was losing, by the way. I believe they're getting blown out. He decides to say at halftime, takes off his jersey and everything, gets dressed like, yo, where you going? I'm going home. I'll retire. He quit on his team. And you better believe that player, I'm going to keep his nameless, that player years down the road, even if he sees his old teammates, he cannot say anything to them. Why? Because you just broke one of the cardinal rules, the unwritten, unspoken cardinal rules when it comes to team sports. That was one of them. Another one, whatever happens in this locker room stays in this locker room. A.B. has broken that cardinal rule because he's he went live one time when his team won the game. Went live. That's a sacred home. You don't ever leak out whatever's happening there. But there's one thing that no player will ever respect. His or her teammate, they quit on you. Particularly in the middle of a game. You are not respected. All respect for you that was once 100 has immediately dropped to zero or negative 10. It's done. You don't exist to them no more. Because that's your team in war. Now, when it comes to war, same thing happened. I believe his name was Bergdahl, Private Bergdahl, I believe. And he was at his base and the Taliban came, started attacking some of the soldiers. They came to the base. This man was part of the watchtower team, the part of the watchguard team, where it's simple, you sound the alarm. Hey, the fox is in the hen house. The fox is coming to the hen house. Something, some code, some type of code. They're letting you know danger is coming. Danger is imminent. No, this dude, he leaves and leaves his platoon, leaves his brothers and sisters in arms, and a few of them were deceased due to fighting this, this unexpected gunfight. But where was he? He was out. He was out. Got captured by the Taliban. And then the U.S. to go and do a swap. Hey, we'll give you a couple of your Taliban fighters for this guy. Basically a trade. And so when he came back to the States, he was court-martialed, of course, and now he's jailed. And people would say, hey, look, he should die. He should be executed, all this stuff. I don't think that was necessary. Now, I've never been in the military, and I respect all those who sacrifice their lives their family and everything to be in the military thank you but i didn't think that was that was merited and it is not happened but he's in jail and when they asked for his reasoning didn't give much he was scared all this stuff all right fine but you chose to take that oath and you chose to put on that uniform you chose to go over there and say i'm gonna defend my country that's what a lot of you have done you quit you quit. When the fight got fierce, you quit. When the fight was serious, 
and it became a little bit too intense for you, you quit. You quit. You threw in your towel. Some of you quit just right after the bell rung. Just like a fighter did not too long ago, which is considered one of the funniest, craziest I give up moves in boxing history. He's taking on his 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 opponent taller than him. This guy, he's he's big, but his to- his opponent is taller and seriously jacked. And homeboy looked at his opponent and you could see it in his face. Like he didn't look his opponent in the eyes. He didn't do anything. He just looked like, yeah, he looked like on his face, I lost this fight. He, like, he knew he, he lost. He didn't even do anything. He looked like he lost before he even threw the first punch. So anyway, he goes back. Just him walking back to his corner after the referee gave them instructions. Homeboy just went ahead and he's just there. You can see him. Like, he was holding on to the, to the ropes a little while until he heard. When he heard that and it's now time for him to get to the center of the ring to go and fight. Yo, the dude did not even leave his corner. He stepped out the ring. His opponent was ready. He stepped out the ring and walked to the dressing room. The crowd was like booing him, booing his managers like, yo, what's what's wrong? What's happening? You're like, yo, you got to go to the bathroom or something now? Like, don't worry. If he hits you, it's going to come out, but don't worry about it. But no, he walked to the dressing room and said, no mas, before he even threw the first punch. So that's a lot of you. You quit before the fight got too intense. A lot of you quit while the fight was getting intense. And so it's easy to quit before you finish the fight. It's too easy. And the reason why it's easy, because we live in a time where it's like, all right, well, hey, no problem. Hey, you know what? I left it because I ain't really got no time for that because you're going to have an echo chamber. Yeah, you you did the right thing, man, because, yeah, you ain't got time for that. You can all you can always go back to that some other time. But you quit. Nobody's going to go ahead and hold you accountable, but this is something you always wanted to do. This is something that you saw yourself doing. You said that you belong doing this, but then when it got too hard, when it didn't happen the way that it should happen, you quit. You pulled the AB. You took off your shells. You took off your helmet. You threw it and said, I'm out. Apart from that, you still expect to have respect. No, no respect. And if some of you who had some ventures that you teamed up and linked up with other people and you left in the middle of that, you deserve no respect. The respect factor for you is gone. And the only way, the only way you can be respected if you left in the middle, you quit in the middle of something, it has got to be a few of these factors. One, yo, I had a nervous breakdown. I broke down. Okay, that happens. Or I just couldn't physically do this anymore. My body was breaking down on me. Okay, I get it. But if you just give to the fact that, yeah, I just didn't want to do it no more. Just didn't want to do it no more. But this is something that you brought up. This is something that you came up with. This is something that you said that you were born to do this, that you said God called you to do, but you quit. You left. You quit in the middle because it got hard. And I need you to go back and look back on some things. Look back on some things and say, man, I did quit this just out of nowhere. I did pull an AB. I did quit on my team at halftime. I walked out on them. Got a whole second half. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. But you quit. I love that meme artwork that says, just when you quit, your blessing is just around the corner. When they showed a guy, he's been toiling, toiling, toiling and everything. And Dan was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm tired. I can't do this no more. Right around the corner was this jackpot. Right around the corner. 
And how many of you have missed your mark just around the corner because you quit? There's a book that you were writing. You quit. There's a business plan that you have already conjured up. And this thing has like only two pages. When you need more than that, you quit because oh, I got to keep going back to this. I got to keep erasing. I got to keep this and that. Yeah, that's part of the game. It's part of the game. But you quit. And then in this day and time, you still hear people say, you got to give me my respect. Hell no, you don't deserve no respect for that. You must have lost your mind. You quit. Just like you got that fighter who walked out the ring. All that time of training. I don't know if they if they called him up out of nowhere and say, yo, you're going to fight this guy? That's different. But at least give yourself a fighting chance. But even if he was, if even if he signed that contract months and months and months in advance, like, yo, this was sanctioned fights. Okay, no problem. So here it is. You knew about this fight. You trained for it for months, intense training. And then by the time you get there, you're in the ring. You got all your family and friends saying, yo, I need y'all to check out this fight. I'm going to be here. Yo, this is it. This could be my shot to get into a better into a better um, echelon, into a better ranking of, of the boxing world. But then you go ahead and you quit. You think he can go and show back up in his gym like that? Again, he better have a very good reason. But if there's no reason, you can't show back up in your gym. You better go somewhere else. Go somewhere else where nobody will know you and start all over. But that does follow you. That does follow you, that you quit. Some of you, that follows you for a long time. A very long time. Yeah, that's that's so-and-so. That's Marcy. Yeah, she's quit a couple of things. When you do that too early, too quick, and too often, when you quit, yeah, nobody takes you seriously. Nobody takes you seriously. That's Benji, ain't it? Yeah, Benji's always quitting. Don't worry. So anytime you're about to be on a project or something, they got to have a contingency plan in place because of you. Because they're, they're waiting for you to say, nah, I can't do this no more. Okay, cool. He anticipated this anyway, Benji. We knew you was going to quit. thing that gets me with some people, when they do that, I don't respect them. They quit, but they want to show up in the end and receive praise. Like, hey, I was part of it when it started. That don't mean jack squat. You quit. You don't belong here. You weren't there in the toil. You weren't there when things was getting a little rough and we had to pull together. You weren't there. So, nah, it's easy to quit than to finish the entire game. It's easy to quit than to finish the fight. It's easy to quit than to finish the war. Here's what I tell you. Finish the fight. Finish the war. Finish it. Finish the task that you put on yourself. Finish the God-given task that God himself, the creator, put on you. Like, yo, this is what I have for you. Finish it. Finish it. Because you want to know why? Here's the biggest thing. And I brought this up to you before in a past episode. Regret. Regret is sitting right there. Your regret is going to sit there on your deathbed. It's going to sit next to you while you're on your deathbed. See this? See these things? You could have finished this up if you would have just went ahead and stuck it in there. You would have finished this up if you would have just endured a little bit longer. But now I got to sit here with you and watch you cry and wallow because you said you quit. Two words. Two words. Remember. Roberto Duran is known for his, he, he's well-known and, and called the man with the fist of stone. Stone for fist. That's what he's known for. But you know what else he's known for? No mas. He's known for that. No mas. Nobody knew why he quit. 
And even when he, years, years, decades later, when he got a chance to explain to Sugar Ray, and when Sugar Ray Leonard asked him, Roberto, why did you say no mas? This man gave three different excuses. Unless he could have just said, hey man, I just didn't have it in me any longer. would have been respected. But he gave so many things. I, didn't, I felt I didn't have nothing to prove anymore. I felt that there was better things for me on the horizon, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, but you still didn't answer the question. Incredible fighter. Incredible fighter Roberto Duran was. But he's going to be remembered for that. I don't want you to be remembered for quitting. I don't want you to be remembered for throwing in your towel. See you? I remember you. I remember you for throwing in your towel. I remember you throwing in your towel on your family, mom. I remember that. I remember when you threw in your towel when you was in school and you was just, what, two, three credits, five credits away from graduating, but you said, nah, I don't need it no more. You quit. You're going to be remembered for that. Here's what I'm telling you. You have an opportunity to pick up your towel and hang it on the rope. Pick up your towel, hang it on the rope, and say, nah, 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 nah. I got one more round. This is only round 10 of a 12-round fight. You got more in you. Thank you, y'all, for chilling and rocking with me and choosing to listen to this podcast. Yo, you'll be able to check my social media info right there in the description box. Go ahead and check it out. IG, Twitter, and all that good stuff. I would love to hear from you. And yes, 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 here's the whole hashtag this year. I kept my towel. That's the hashtag this year. I want you to put it in your tweets, in your postings, everywhere. I kept my towel. I keep my towel. Yo, y'all, the round is officially over. This is your man and Boogie. And like I always tell you, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears. But whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. I will check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. I am out of here. Peace.